This podcast is brought to you by Paysec, a culture catalyst. We are the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that categorizes prosperity for all people. Our mission is to empower individuals to engage unity. You are now locked in to Temple with Chris Thomas. We discuss everything self-development for the purpose of creating momentum in a person's life. I'm your host, Chris Thomas. I'm just a small town kid with larger than life aspirations. I live by this quote by Dr. Cornell West. He says, the condition of truth is to allow suffering to speak. I have always been drawn to listen to people without power and those who have not been in position to shape, create, or produce the conditions of their experience. I understand firsthand how it feels to be an underdog, always having to go the extra mile, putting in additional work just to achieve a goal. My life tells a story of an overcomer, the abandonment, the devaluation, the not given many opportunities gave me the ammunition to stand up for myself and create my own path. So as an ambitious leader, serial entrepreneur, minister, and educator, with over two decades of experience in creating and developing sustainable environments for myself and others, I strive to uplift people of all walks of life through practical opportunities and insightful strategies for the purpose of lifestyle enrichment. This podcast serves as an offering to people in search of clear, concise, and transparent information for a better tomorrow. Dictate Tempo. Tempo EMP is an extension to Tempo with Chris Thomas in such a way that the core of the segment is to engage our listeners through biblical principle insights for the everyday human being to live in power. Today is a little different um, today. Um, I'm not going to insert a uh, piece of scripture. I might. I don't know. Um, See how this goes today. Um, But the question I want to impose to you today is, can development and trauma be merged to create positive growth? I'm asking again, can development and trauma be merged to create positive growth? It can be difficult or it can be a difficult concept really to understand. A difficult one to really accept in a way. However, with the right understanding and a positive outlook, I believe we can create successful merging of our painful past to create a healthy future. See, I always focus on self-development because self-development is a personal journey. It requires us to dig deep into our individual histories. It's, It's a journey that can be uncomfortable, but ultimately it can liberate us from our self-imposed limits. Notice I said self-imposed limits because trauma leads us to make decisions. And most of our decisions have been based upon traumatic experiences. So our goal should be for us to move beyond our current difficulties into a more balanced and progressive life. So I always talk about tempo and momentum and awareness. These are essential, right? 
We do not want to get stuck in our pain and our trauma, nor should we race really too fast with little consideration of our history. We want to find the right balance, the mindful exploration, and then also with a bit of active decision making. At the same time, no people, it is important to recognize where we have difficulty and look objectively at our behaviors. Look at look objectively at our thoughts. Look objectively at our emotions that may be holding us back. We can then use right this insight to develop appropriate strategies to help us move through our trouble spots. I'm going to say it again. We can use this insight that we're gathering to develop appropriate strategies to help us move through our trouble spots. Ultimately, developing ourselves is an opportunity to take control of our own destiny, to come out of darkness and use our experiences as nourishment to reach our full potential. It is an opportunity to explore the individual implications of our history while looking towards the bigger picture to our future. So is it possible to merge development and trauma to create positive growth? Doing so, as I said before, is a personal endeavor, but it requires thoughtful consideration. It requires focus. It requires a sustained effort. By looking at our stories of our past and applying the wisdom that can liberate us in our future, liberate us from our frustration, liberate us from our painful history, we can take steps to becoming the better versions of ourselves. As I proceed, I want to build a case more for self-development and also self-awareness. Self-awareness is a state of mind where you understand both who you are and how you fit into the world around you. It's about understanding your strengths. It's about understanding your weaknesses and opportunities and also your limitations. It's about understanding the impact that you have on the people, the places, and the experiences around you. Self-development is all about building on that understanding. It's about reflecting on the impact that your decisions and your actions have on your life and the lives of others. Self-development is about taking action and making changes in your life to improve yourself as a person and grow in meaningful ways. It's important to remember that self-awareness and self-development are two sides of the same coin. They work in tandem to help you become the best version that you can possibly be. They go hand in hand in terms of understanding who you are and what you are capable of achieving. It's also, to, it's also important to remember that developing self-awareness isn't something that happens overnight. It takes time. It takes effort to really examine who you are, assess your current situation, and think about what you want to do to improve. And developing self-development requires a commitment to making intentional changes to your life, intentional changes to your behaviors. So someone might have the question at this point, how do we go about developing self-awareness and self-development? Simple. 
Number one thing is self-reflection. Number two, ask yourself, ask yourself questions like this. What do I want to achieve in life? How can I develop my strengths while still recognizing my weaknesses? What are some areas I can improve upon? Become more familiar with yourself. That will help you come up with the simple answers to your questions. I always tell people, make realistic and achievable goals. Some people make goals that are so large that they can't see themselves achieving it. So always break down your goals, your large goals into smaller ones. It helps me, right? It's called, I call it manageable steps or the controllables. Control what you can control and let the rest fly. Try to focus on one or two of them, right? Two or goal, two, one or two goals that you have at a time rather than trying to handle the whole thing at one time. We all know baby steps help, uh, help us stay motivated, help us stay focused while we're trying to go after these goals. Finally, I always tell people, don't forget to be patient with with yourself along this journey. Self-awareness and growth, it takes time. And don't be too hard on yourself as it it develops within you because it's not all going to happen at once. As long as you are staying committed to the process, you will move closer to achieving those goals you set. This is all about opening a conversation within yourself about strategies, about techniques you can use to be more aware of yourself and your environment through the deep understanding of self-development and also self-awareness. But self-development is usually, people, a combination of set activities, literally set activities to consistently build your tempo, to consistently build your momentum. Um, Give you a sense of organization, work on your communication skills, and most importantly, productivity. You got to look at it like learning a new skill or just improving um, the existing abilities that you do have or just discovering new values. So that transitions um, us into self-discipline. Self-discipline means doing what needs to be done, even if it's difficult and uncomfortable. It is important to stay on track even if or even when you feel like or don't feel like it, right? It's making a conscious effort to practice your self-development. And most importantly, don't forget to take breaks. Breaks are, are essential for loosening up, for reflecting on the progress you made or regaining your energy. Make sure to take some time out for yourself every once in a while to help maintain your momentum momentum and focus. And I want to add this, learning how to accept feedback is a key component in your development. See, feedback help us understand our strengths. It help us understand our weaknesses. But it also gives valuable insight into areas that need improvement. Openly accepting feedback allows us to become more knowledgeable in areas we need to grow in. So our awareness and our development is an important tool to help us reach potentials. Look at potentials as levels. It requires focus. It requires dedication. It requires planning, goal setting, and and discipline. 
accepting the feedback, taking breaks. These are components of self-awareness. These are components of self-development. With the right mindset, with the right dedication and your continuous effort, you can become the best version of yourself. You can become the best version of yourself that impacts the places, the people, and the environments around you. So as it pertains to trauma, have you ever experienced an emotional wound and felt like it would never heal? Or been held back by your past instead of being propelled forward and feeling empowered? If so, I want to let you know that you are not alone. We've all experienced emotional traumatic moments in our lives that have been inflicted by people we once trusted. It could be parents. It could be your uncles, your aunts, other family members. It could be some guardians or some elders in your community. But this does not mean that you should be stuck in your past forever. It takes time. It takes time to take back your power and start developing yourself. Yes, it's going to mean using your fair share of inner work. But you can make it through by utilizing the momentum of self-development and self-awareness as we previously um, discussed. But it's also going to take you to be brave enough to do the work that is necessary to heal, to overcome, and to power through. When you are moving through traumas, I'm going to speak of it in a plural sense, because we is levels um, to it. It's essential to create a safe space, both uh, mentally and physically to process what happened and to give yourself time to heal. When taking time um, in this journey, it's important to focus on your self-care. It's important to practice your mindfulness to help you stay present and to feel at peace. For many of us, though, these traumas can lead to self-sabotaging behaviors and make us think that we can't accomplish anything in life. But I want you to know that it doesn't have to be this way. You can use your experiences to propel yourself forward and create a life of purpose, create a life of defining moments and meaning. Take a moment to reflect on your personal story. Reflect on the lessons that it has taught you. How could you use your experiences to lead a more fulfilling life? What can you do to move through the pain and create something better for yourself? These are important questions that while we're going through or we're reminiscing on the trauma, that we ask ourselves these questions. These experiences don't, don't have to define who you are. You have, to, you have the power to create a brighter future for yourself. You have the power to create or to make the impact in the world. So I, I request today that you believe in yourself, that you trust your instincts, and you do not be afraid to take those positive risks while working through those traumas. 
So I often ask myself and I ask other people, is it possible to move through trauma, no matter how small or large it may be? Is it possible to move through it? Because a lot of us get stuck in it. The power always lies within. The power always lies in the fact that we need to invest in ourselves the best form of self-improvement. Not buying yourself things, not uh, uh, going to your favorite uh, restaurant, not eating your way through it, not uh, becoming sexually promiscuous uh, and, and jumping on bodies to get through it. No. You can easily make it through. Just a little bit of momentum and unbreakable vision of seeing yourself better. Yes. We must take a moment in time to understand the traumas that shaped our environments, understand the traumas that shaped our decisions. This is important, and, and, and that's the starting point of moving all of us through our journey of self-development, all of us through our journeys of creating momentum and dictating tempo, and, and, and importantly, finding ourselves at a place of empowerment. We all know life can be difficult filled with unexpected turns and roadblocks. For many of us, it's easy to overlook those experiences that have shaped our environment and our decision-making. But it's important to recognize those experiences so it's possible to begin the process of healing and growth. Perhaps you're in a place where you feel like you're stuck and you hit a wall. And it seems like Progress isn't being made. This can be an indicator that a trauma from your past is weighing heavily on your decision-making process. So at that moment, it's time for you to take a deeper dive into the scope of self-help, into the deeper dive of to the scope of self-improvement. See, the key in dealing with traumas from our past is to understand the power of momentum. It can be very easy to get stuck back into old patterns and old ways of thinking. But if the focus is put on the present and the future, it can be easier to break away from old traumas and move forward. This journey that all of us are on, this self-help, this self-improvement is a journey of momentum, a journey of taking small steps towards personal empowerment in order to free yourself from the impact of past experiences. So you must cultivate a sense of resilience against negative influences. You must remind yourself of everything that you have conquered and stop reminding yourself of everything that's, that has held you back or has, that has affected you in a negative way. See, many people are hesitant to explore their traumas because they feel like there's a risk in opening up too much. It's important to understand that no journey is going to be safe. If you stay stuck, that's not safe. If you go and want to work through it, you're going to feel unsafe. But that understanding, that, that is the power of momentum. See, when you're able to conquer something, no matter if it's big or small, that helps your emotions associate yourself with positive outcomes. So I have this question. Again, I like to lead with questions 
and to work through things. That's how we identify what is and what is not. Are you a man who has cheated on your spouse or a woman who has cheated on your spouse? If so, I know firsthand, I know and understand the pain, the guilt, and the trauma from your past can haunt you and make your life difficult. Step number one, it's important to take ownership of your infidelity and to work to make amends with your partner for the sake of your relationship. But it's also important to accept the trauma that you experienced on a personal level. Because that interaction has nothing to do with the lack of what your spouse is providing. It has everything to do with the lack of your willingness to address the holes that are in you. And I understand this can be a difficult process. But it's the first step to finding your peace. It's the first step to finding your own forgiveness. You must have the courage, people, to look inward. And in moments, accept who you are and be willing to make the changes. Notice I said in moments. We're living this life to evolve. But in the midst of the evolution, there are instances where we have to make detours. We have to, to adjust our route in order to get to our destinations. But I believe there's good news in it because with the right approach, as we already discussed, you can develop the necessary skills to learn from your mistakes to regain the momentum and ultimately empower yourself. Notice I said the right approach. Burying it doesn't, is not a right approach. Ignoring it is not a right approach. See, you got to work on that self-development the, the self and, and understanding the self-awareness and also getting that feedback that you probably do not want to hear or walk through. But all of this, people, is self-reflection. Asking yourselves or asking your partner for this example of infidelity, asking the questions and being honest with the answers is the start to make the positive change in your life in order to create the more fulfilling future. Once you've identified the areas of your life that need improvement, you can begin now setting realistic goals. This will help you in your pursuit of momentum and also help your loved ones or uh, uh, to, to better serve you as you serve them in the forgiveness area or in the overcoming the guilt. For all my people who ever felt loneliness, We've all felt it in our lives at one point or another. Rather, it's the pain of being alone, the feelings of abandonment, the sense of like nobody caring. It can be an all too familiar experience. I know how it feels to be in a crowded room and still feel lonely. 
I know how it feels to to be the one out in the front and still feel lonely where no one understands and no one uh, uh, gets gets you to get or understands the totality of who you are as a person. It's during these times when our self-esteem and our sense of power is at its lowest. And all we want is for someone to be there for us. Unfortunately, this isn't always the case. But there is something we can do, even when we might seem the loneliest. We can empower ourselves to find our inner strength and beat those feelings of loneliness. See, in the process of self-development, the key is always unlocking potential to move on to the next potential. It's always an opportunity for us to gain clarity of who we are. There's always an opportunity for us to take action to build confidence. There's always an opportunity for us to become realigned with our dreams, our ambitions. And this, in this moment, it's the same time that we can reconnect with ourselves. So loneliness is a battle of connecting with yourself rather than people understanding you. But by making the decision to invest in yourself, no matter how big or small, it may seem selfish. And that's okay. But in order to break through those barriers of loneliness, we have to Capture a moment in life where we are about the personal agenda of ourselves. So if you're feeling lonely or disconnected from your true self, I encourage you to take time for yourself to reinvest in who you are and to commit to a journey of self-discovery. That might be you taking a trip to a place of origin of your family. That may be you indulging yourselves in, in self-help groups or listening to um, a mentor or finding a life coach to help you guide you through your journey, journey. Most importantly, remember in that process of discovering who you are, there are millions of people who feel the same way you're just brave enough to take the opportunity to do so. You can make a conscious effort to empower yourself and to extend a hand of connection to those who are around you or who are around in your environments. That's when the change will start to happen. That's when you will unlock your true potential and break through those feelings of loneliness. And then you'll begin to feel the confidence. And with the confidence, you feel empowered. And when you feel empowered, you're able to rise up stronger from all your difficulties, from all your shortcomings. For every time that you look at yourself and don't see yourself as more than. To all of my brothers and sisters that may feel inadequate. We all, all of us have moments in our lives where we feel inadequate. As fathers, as mothers, you may feel 
or you may have failed to provide for your children. Or perhaps you have felt the guilt or the pressure from being unable to provide a better life. Whatever your circumstances may be, it is important to remember that you are not alone in this struggle. There's always and can be a positive outlook or an empowering posture for yourself to improve this feeling. But in this, in this trauma of feeling inadequate, the important thing is you must open yourself for feedback to work through this particular um, trauma. But also, it is important to explore activities such as mindfulness, such as writing in a journal, such as relaxation techniques or deep breathing can also be helpful because this may come from a stress, started as a stress and then became a or an anxiety that creates this feeling of feeling inadequate. Focus on what you're grateful for and remind yourself of the aspects of, of, of that life and what it brings to you. You're never alone in your pursuit of peace. You're never alone in your pursuit of happiness. So don't be afraid to seek out assistance. Don't be afraid to seek out guidance. Because that feeling comes from barriers. Rather that barrier at the moment was financial or rather that barrier was or can be at the present moment emotional. In this moment, you should always look inward, not outward. That brings success, that brings peace, that brings serenity. And that is actively in the mode of self-improvement, which is about taking the time to reflect and taking the steps needed to feel empowered in your life. It takes dedication, it takes that hard work, that effort, and that determination to unlock those positive potentials that overcomes feeling inadequate, that overcomes the embarrassment that overcomes the, the, the space of people looking at you less than. Because if you're open and honest, people see you as empowered. People see you as powerful. So in conclusion, it is important to remember that traumas have or can shape our environments. It can shape our decisions in life. But it is also important to recognize that there are tools that can help us begin the journey of self-development, to help us begin the journey of creating and dictating tempo, and most importantly, empowering us. But we have to cultivate that power of momentum and that path to self-help, that path to self-improvement. You can make a difference and create the life that you've always wanted. Life is about what you desire. And what you desire is what you can create out of life. So stand here today and know that you are capable of incredible things. Set your intentions. Take action and make it happen. 
I want to thank you for listening. I am looking forward to you subscribing to this podcast, writing a review, and also sharing this podcast. And most importantly, please rate this podcast. Follow Tempo with Chris on social media platforms at Tempo with Chris. And make sure to visit payset.org. Until next week, create momentum, then dictate tempo.